0: Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this Sabbath day. Thank you for the past five days of VBS that we spent together. Thank you for all of the children and the volunteers that were a part of this beautiful week. Thank you for the opportunity we have had to share your greatness, love, and grace to all who attended. Thank you for the memories and friendships that were created. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 So, if you've been with us for the past couple weeks, we are in the middle of a series, and we are telling a little bit about ourselves. It's called, So This Is My Story, or This Is My Story. So, when this series was first brought to me, I thought, where am I going to start? What part of my story should I tell? And as Julie Andrews says, let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. Picture this. Two teenagers meet and fall in love. They decide they cannot wait to be married, so the moment that they graduate from high school they hatch a plan. The young man has joined the army and he is stationed in Vicenza, Italy. The young lady is a senior in high school at Georgia Cumberland Academy, anxiously awaiting her high school diploma. The moment she gets that diploma, she races to a dress store, grabs a wedding dress, and runs to catch a plane to Italy. A few short weeks later, with her family and friends and her new, their new military family, they are married. The newlyweds settle into their new town in a foreign land, and... One year, and eight days later, a darling baby girl is born. This is the beginning of my story. After the young father has completed his military service, he decides we're going back to the States. So they settle on an exotic location of Augusta, Georgia. My maternal grandparents lived in Augusta, and my parents thought it would be nice to have some grandparents to help them with their darling baby girl. So off they went and settled in Augusta together. My grandmother, who we called Grandma, which is very original, I know, was a devoted nurse for 40 years at the Medical College of Georgia. She spent her weeks serving her patients, and she spent her Sabbaths Serving her children in Sabbath school. She painstakingly, with great joy and love, would cut out felt after felt after felt. Her greatest joy was when her next set of Bible felts would come in, and she was so excited to tell us the story and how she would tell that story to her children in Sabbath school. And we would join her cutting out each felt. Have you ever cut felts out? takes a long time, but it gave her such great joy, she did it over and over again as she served for 27 years in Sabbath school. While she was a devoted Sabbath school teacher for many years, that was not the only piece of her service. I remember her often taking my sister Joy and I on trips to visit some of her elderly friends who were not in good health. One lady in particular had started to go blind. So each week she would go to her house and she would help set out her medicine so that she knew exactly where they were lined up, put her daily pills together so that she wouldn't make any mistakes with her medication. She would bring her books on tape so that she could listen to new stories and she would have Bible study with her. She would show us the importance of caring greatly for someone other than ourselves. My grandmother was my first experience with a church volunteer. She exuded the words church family to everyone that she came in contact with at the Augusta Church. She would be the beginning of my understanding of the value of being a part of a church family and giving and not just receiving. I saw Jesus and all of the volunteers that worked with her to make every ministry smoothly work together at the church. I saw them be his hands and feet each time we we encountered them. These volunteers that would walk alongside me would be a great impact on my life and who I was and who I would become." That gentleman right there, to me, he is punky. He is my grandfather and their oldest granddaughter, who I always liked to think I was the oldest, but technically there was one older than I. When she was little, he called her Pumpkin, and her toddler voice could not get Pumpkin out, so it came out punky, which lasted forever. And we... see the corduroy pants? 80s. So... (laughs) He was my absolute favorite human being on the face of the Earth. He was quiet, but would sit and talk for hours on the swing. He shared a love of gardening and we would work together in his giant garden and he created one just for me. We would pick blackberries together on their fence every summer and enjoy more than we necessarily needed. We spent every single summer with them from elementary school through middle school. The minute school got out, they were there to pick us up and they did not return us until the day before school started. Every one of those summers is filled with joy and wonderful memories. Now, my grandfather did not attend church with us, but he understood the great love and devotion that my grandmother had for her church family, for her church, and for her savior. On their 50th wedding anniversary, it was announced during their celebration that my grandfather had become a member of the church through profession of faith. He had paid close attention to her faith, and he had asked Jesus into his heart. Soon the little family became a family of four, and then a family of five. As my parents welcomed my sisters Joy and Jessica, if you were in the 80s, you all have Olin Mills pictures just like this. It was one of six poses you could choose from with your children. In between having Joy and Jessica, my father got a bit restless. He had seen what Augusta had to offer, and he wanted to see what a new town could have for his growing family. Job opportunities, new things, something exciting. So off we go to yet another dazzling and exotic land. We landed in Tallahassee. It's a beautiful place. If you've never been, one big road, you can't get lost, it's a giant circle. My uncle Howard, my mother's brother, lived in Tallahassee, and my mother had spent time as a young child growing up there. So there were wonderful memories of her um, childhood there, and having family, a familial connection is always nice when you move to a new town. So off we went. Soon we began attending the Tallahassee SDA church, where we would meet people that would impact our lives forever. The Tallahassee Church consists of around 250 members with around 175 active members. My Uncle Howard there is their treasurer and he has been for over 40 years. I was just told this is his final year and he will have a successor next year. So happy retirement, Uncle Howard. He knew um, it was important for us to see a servant's heart and he shared with us what he did and how he served the church. While my parents were settling into their new town, they, my aunt and uncle, Ann and Howard, would come in their two seater sports car, a Fierro, and pick up my sister and I. So it quickly became a four seater. Remember the 80s where there were no car seats and seatbelts were optional? I do. We enjoyed him screeching around the corner and racing us to get to Sabbath school while his, their safety guidelines and um, yeah, they were you know, not as concerned about that as they were about us connecting with our church family and having them open their arms to us. So they knew that they would welcome us and create stability for us there and that's exactly what happened. So our new home church was also the home to a little two-room school. Have you ever been to a two-room school? A one-room school? No? Oh, I saw a (laughs) hand. We wouldn't attend that school until I was in fifth grade. That was the turning point to our connection to our church. While before we attended the school, we would go to Sabbath school almost every Sabbath, but that's really where the connection ended. Because we were with children that had been to school there forever since kindergarten, and these children had grown up together since birth, so we weren't, as enga- we weren't engaging with them as much until we started to attend the school. It can be tricky anytime you make a change and adjustment, especially as a young child. It can be even more difficult sometimes if the children have been together for a really long time, but we put our best effort in and work to make it work. When it really started to work out for us, though, is when we were introduced to a club called Pathfinders. Have you been a Pathfinder? Pathfinder? Yes, I see lots of hands. Here I would meet the group of adults who would be the largest part of the greatest number of my childhood memories. Here I would meet the people who would pour into my character and would show me Jesus through their authentic, pure love of each of the children in the Pathfinder Club. Most of these people did not have children. Many of them were newlyweds. They had no children of their own, but they spent their time with us. The loud preteen teenagers, filled with shenanigans, who they wanted to help create a relationship with Christ. Pete, who's about to come up? Pete was our Pathfinder leader, and his wife Shirley would serve as our events coordinator always opening their home to all of our club activities and parties and once you slide down a a set of stairs on a mattress and you're introduced to dirt can you go back to a less exciting you know dirt the pudding with the crushed oreos and the gummy worms i think we made a similar snack this week at vbs you can't really go backwards to a less exciting party or event They worked hard to make sure they connected and engaged with each of us each time they spent with us. They both had busy jobs. Shirley was a nurse at the local hospital, but their most important job to them was in connecting to us as the youth. They understood the importance of walking alongside us. It was apparent in the way that they talked to us, took time to check in with each kid, and took time to check in with our individual lives. EVEN A SMART-MOUTHED, VERY OPINIONATED, preteen GIRL COULDN'T RATTLE THEM FROM SERVICE. THEY JUST POURED MORE GRACE AND LOVE INTO THEIR GROUP. I'M SURE YOU CAN IMAGINE WHO THAT YOUNG GIRL WAS. PAUL AND Christy WERE PETE AND SHIRLEY'S DAUGHTER AND SON-IN-LAW. THEY DID NOT HAVE CHILDREN OF THEIR OWN AND THEY WERE YOUNG NEWLYWEDS WHO CHOSE TO SPEND ALL OF THEIR FREE TIME WITH A GROUP OF PATHFINDERS. I Adored them and watched how they cared for each of us the way they interacted with each other and their kindness for one another as a married couple would stick with me and Impact how I wanted to have relationships in the future Their patience was truly incredible and they were always kind and even when they had had enough of us They didn't let us know I saw Jesus in them These Pathfinder leaders would pour into me and the others as we traveled from fifth to eighth grade. They would plan camping trip after camping trip. Most of the trips we would build our tent and then Florida would happen. What happens in Florida? It rains every single trip. So every trip we would build our tents, we would start in there, we would get tucked in our little sleeping bags and then we would end up sleeping in the back of our parents' car so I would do my best to race my sister to make sure that I could get the back seat to myself (laughs) maybe there was almost always a child who would complain and fuss and fight about bugs dirt mud and well basically nature that did not deter them and instead they tried to always shine a light on the fun and the amazing nature that Jesus had made for all of us they would teach us skills we would find handy as adults On these trips, we would learn the importance of cooking an entire meal in a wad of tinfoil. Have you ever done that? It's a skill to behold. We live in hurricane land, right? So if your lights go out, you too can make a meal in a wad of tinfoil over a campfire. It is delicious. We would learn how to tie knots, which I actually need to retake that honor as I learned in VBS. We had a tie, a knot issue that I needed to call in support from Pastor Juan to help us. So Cheryl Rotowoo, wherever you are if you're here today or watching, I'm going to check that box for that honor and maybe revisit that a little bit. Pathfinders taught us how to properly set up a tent and maybe I set this tent up all by myself. Or maybe A.J. Stagg walked in at just the right time and really helped us figure it out because we were struggling a little bit. One year, they planned the greatest adventure, adventure of all. Have you ever been to a camparee? Anybody been to a Pathfinder camparee? Yes. So they took us from Tallahassee to North Carolina, and it was very clearly apparent that our parents had not packed the proper clothing for us you know the days when there was no weather app and you just had to wing it and hope for the best that you had packed correctly yeah those were the days so our mothers decided there's one mother there our mothers decided they would take us on a pilgrimage to walmart and they chose easter egg colored hanes sweatsuits for all of us to wear like little ducklings all around the campery in our dismay, original, you know, we were struggling, why do we have to wear these things for five days? And that burned off after we really engaged with all the fun and saw how much they had planned for us there, but nothing says cute like a Hanes sweatsuit, Easter egg color. After our initial dismay, of course, we moved on and we realized that these adults had really taken time out of their lives to spend with us, and we are so thankful for them. Time is such a huge blessing and an investment. Giving of your time can mean changing the course of someone's life. Our lives are busy. There are many balls in the air. Many of us have multiple children, but giving of your time and talent can mean connecting with someone who may have never felt heard or seen before. Often volunteers wear many hats, and that was no different at the Tallahassee Church. Our Pathfinder leaders were typically our Sabbath school leaders. That meant more time each week out of their lives, spent planning, preparing lessons for each of us. More time showing us the love of Jesus. Wesley and Nicole were the couple as we got older, high school, early college. Theirs was the house that you went to when you were struggling with school, When your relationship was a mess and you stood at their door crying, theirs was the door that was always open. They were in college themselves working on their masters, but they never locked the door, closed the blinds. They were always available to us. They always had a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen. They wanted to show us what it looked like to be more, to be a part of more than just ourselves. What it looked like to be a part of a church family. One of our Bible verses this week during BBS was Psalms 89.2. Your unfailing love will last forever. Reading this scripture again while I was planning for this sermon made me think of how these volunteers have continued to pour into my life. Each Christmas, our family receives Christmas cards from some of the Pathfinder leaders that we grew up with and Christmas cards from our Sabbath school leaders checking in on us, seeing how our family's doing. Last week, the pastor from the Mount Door Church, Jason, came over, and he called his mother while we were here, and she was my Sabbath school teacher when I was a child. Hearing her voice encourage me as a parent, encourage me as a pastor, was incredible. She continues to pour in to the children that she helped raise. This week during VBS, we had a whopping 225 children, volunteers we had 320 children who attended. 225 volunteers served 320 children. Can you stand up if you're a volunteer? Are you with me today? Stand up volunteers. This is just a very small percentage represented here. You may have seen the picture on Facebook of all the volunteers. I think they just showed a picture of the children that attended. One thing you may not realize is that the vast majority of these volunteers this week were teenagers. Now some may say that high schoolers have to have required hours, that's why they're serving. That's not what I witnessed this past week. What I witnessed are teenagers with their hearts on fire to serve, on fire to share the love of Jesus on fire to be something bigger than themselves. I saw piggyback rides and laughter and friendships made. I saw sweet conversations between crew leaders and their crew. Here's a message from one of our station leaders. I volunteered at Ronald McDonald House, Give Kids the World and Shepherd's Hope, and my team has gone above and beyond of what I've experienced as a volunteer. These volunteers have poured themselves into VBS this week. They have been the hands and feet of Jesus each day with joy and kindness. Encourage your children to volunteer early and often. Find an organization where you can serve together. Something else you may not realize is that many of our adult volunteers serve in multiple ministries. Some of our VBS leaders are our Sabbath school leaders like Cindy Pratt, who leads our fifth and sixth grade. There she is. Rosemarie and Ed Ballister, also known as the Pharaoh today. Both serve in Adventurers, VBS, and Children's Sabbath School. Priscilla, who was on the first slide, serves in Sabbath School and Adventures as well as VBS. Miss Sherry serves in Children's Sabbath School and was our Imagination Station leader all week. Melissa Martin serves in Adventurers for the past two years. Also, she has been our Bible Adventures leader in VBS. AND SHE ALSO IS OFTEN OUR STORYTELLER FOR CHILDREN'S, um, THE CHILDREN'S STORY. Corey GRODAK, WHO IS ON OUR FAMILY MINISTRIES TEAM, TEACHES EVERY WEEK IN THE FOUR-YEAR-OLD CLASS, THERE SHE IS, AND LEADS A GROUP IN ADVENTURERS. THE LIST GOES ON AND ON. I THINK IT'S PRETTY SAFE TO SAY THAT ALL OF THESE VOLUNTEERS ARE NOT ALWAYS SERVING IN THE BEST OF TIMES, IN THE EASIEST TIMES OF THEIR LIFE. LIFE IS DIFFICULT and complicated and things happen that can pull us away or make us feel like we can't commit to serving. This week we have been learning about Joseph and his walk with the Lord. Joseph was able to look back through his life in both the difficult times and the times filled with joy. He always followed God's leading and discovered God was using him even when he first didn't realize it. We have the same privilege today. A one-on-one personal discovery of God's presence as we serve. This series is called, This Is My Story, and there are many pieces that I could have shared with you, but there is no greater impact in my life than that of the volunteers that helped raise me in the church. From my grandmother to my many Pathfinder and Sabbath School teachers, I am forever thankful for the time they took to show me Jesus. My challenge to you today is to look at where you're serving How are you serving and sharing the love of Jesus? Where can you share your talents and gifts? Matthew 5.16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Thank you.